Go ahead, Elemis. What were you going to say? The TWAB this week is thicker than a milkshake. Okay. They brought all the gamers to the yard. <laughs> it's better than ours. Damn right. Better than ours. I mean, I'd teach you how to, how to do TWABs like this. I'd have to get you to pay for it, though. Hello and welcome to another Destiny podcast. Once again, I'm not the host. Cool. Yeah, what's up, guys? <laughs> uh, coming at you live uh, from from the west coast of Canada with another week of the TWAB. Uh, it's your boy. God, I, I hate, hate it so it's, much. Yeah, me too. So it's uh, hi. I'm I'm your host for uh, today, uh, uh, ADP Colossus. Uh, I'm joined that by my co-host. Cringe. Yeah, no, I, I I get that a lot. Uh, I'm joined by my uh, my my. Uh, Constant stalwart companion Newt and uh, a returning favorite. Uh, I am Elemist. How you doing, man? Oh, yeah, I'm good. Uh, just got back from from Manassas. Spent an entire weekend down there with uh, Mrs. Hyven and Mr. Hyven. Nice, nice. How was that? Always good. And and you know, an uncle isn't supposed to pick favorites, but <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I'm pretty sure everybody picks a favorite niece or nephew. <laughs> Especially when they're dogs. <laughs> yeah. Oh <my> God, yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, I guess, shall we start? It yeah. feels like it's been a long time since we did this, but it hasn't. Mm-hmm. But well, I feel been... out of the, I guess that just comes with the area of not being host is I've, I've, I forget how we do this, but. That's true. You are very out of practice. Do you want Can me I to? Bring a... Sorry. Wow, that was loud. <laughs> yep. I bring a certain um quality of je yeah. ne sais quoi uh, as as new host of, of ADP, of course, and um, I only bring on the best of guests. But we uh, we've got uh, that's we've got true. Large... Cole becomes host, and all of a sudden Elvis is like, "Oh, sure, I'll be on the po- on the podcast." What, what, what are you telling me? <laughs> hey. Every time I've asked him, he went, "Is is is Newt still hosting that shit?" Yeah, <laughs> come, come back to me later. Do you want me to tell my story of, of my, well, this is kind of partly how my week has gone, but also a story, a funny story. Good setup. What's your funny story and how's your week been, Newton? <laughs> well, always good for fun. yesterday, so for a while, actually, my mouse has been crapping out. The right trigger or right button has been, like, really bad, really, like, I'll press it, but it'll be, like, off, on, off, on, off, on, off, on. So, like, when I zoom in. I'm like trying to fire through like my scope, like do 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 do, like back and forth. Anyway, so it finally crapped out yesterday completely. So I got a new mouse. But here's the story of how I got it. So last night I looked up because the only store open at the time was Walmart, which is a half hour drive away from me. So I checked the stock first before I went there, and they had a couple mice that I was like, okay, I can I can use those for now. So I get there. Turns out it's not in stock. So that's great. So turn around, drive another half hour back home, and I'm playing with this, this tiny little Bluetooth, like shitty, like you would use for a tablet <laughs> style mouse. Yeah, um, kind of tiny. It's garbage. It's it's utter trash. So, uh, I stopped using that. And it this looked morning, like you just did, did you throw it over? Your I shoulder? just threw it over my shoulder. <laughs> So this morning I was like, okay, I'm gonna get up. Best Buy is open at 11 a.m., which is like another half hour drive. But you know what? I'm gonna go there and actually have good mice. Motherfucker, you were in town and you didn't tell me. Hang on. So I start driving into town, 
Wounded Warriors run is on the road that I have to take to get into town, which is great. I'm, I'm totally down with that, but it means it takes about triple the amount of time normally it would take to get to Best Buy. Okay, fuck that. I'm going to turn around. There's one electronic shop in the place where I live where, I mean, honestly, if you put two two together, you probably know where I live by now. But anyways, so I turn around, come back here. Oh, the electronic shop is closed because it's a small town and it's a Sunday. So, of course, they're closed. Okay, well, hey, bye, bye. those good, those good old Christian Bible. <laughs> I I'm right by Shoppers. I need deodorant, so I go to Shoppers to get deodorant. And there was, you know, how Shoppers has those tiny little like electronics corners, like oh, they yeah, have well, like, they're, well, they're, they're still got like an Xbox yeah. 360 and they've yeah. got a, a DS Lite. <laughs> so I was like, fuck it, I'll go take a look. I took a look and I found a mouse and I bought it, and it bit him. I I have a feeling you're right. not going to. Uh, guess the quality of this mouse i'm just gonna put it up for you guys to look at oh my, oh my god. god it's like a pretty decent razor <laughs> mouse that's a, that's there was one it was one sitting on the counter oh, in the wrong spot or on... <laughs> yeah <laughs> so <laughs> i bought this <laughs> to be fair the, the, the people from the small town uh the, the small municipality that you're from uh, uh -huh. you probably think that's a... <laughs> it's the mouse is still in there. Uh, they they probably think it's some sort of like I don't know, uh, satanistic, technological yeah <laughs> uh, nightmare that's going to corrupt their children and turn them away from the good word of the Lord. Um, uh, dolls in chat just said if you want a new mouse, you'll love the G five hundred two. I actually had the G six hundred four, which I love. I got another one of these, but the problem is, the this is the problem with Logitech's is the switch and the right right button will wear out pretty quickly. So I think I'm going to go online and order a bunch of switches. And then I'll just replace that whenever this wears out. And I'll keep the one that I have now as backup. You know what's hilarious? I just I was like, I was like, oh, I've got a Logitech mouse. Which do I have? I turn it over. Oh, it's the 502. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that one has a lot of good reviews, too. This one is... I love this mouse so much, except for the button. It's, like, perfect for my hand because I got big fucking giant hands <laughs> well that was i was about to autofill that sentence for yeah <laughs> <laughs> anyway so that was the whole fucking kerfuffle i was so pissed about the whole thing until i walk into shoppers and i go look at shoppers i was like sweet great thanks <laughs> thanks guys <laughs> i guess it, this is my reward for my suffering <laughs> well do you also have another mouse coming in the mail don't you yeah i ordered another g604 which now i kind of regret oh, okay. actually i could probably Fix this one. Yeah, yeah exactly. I'll have two backup mice now instead. So hmm. that's my, mine's a mine's a wired mouse. Like mine isn't wireless. So it, I, like I, I mine hasn't been breaking down. Yeah. So. This one that I have. Well, the wire doesn't. <laughs> you guys, <laughs> you're you're so on like your wired mouse thing, and like every time I have a problem with my mouse that has nothing to do with the wire. You're like, well, I should have bought a wired. You should have bought a oh, wired mouse. Wired mouse. It's like, like that has nothing to do with this problem. <laughs> I have never heard Newt rage more at games than because of his mouse. <laughs> but I'm like, I haven't had, I haven't had a problem, my man. Yeah, no, this one actually does have a wire on it, the the oh, razor. Yeah. So I'm gonna give it a try. I I do feel it a little bit. It bugs me a little bit, but I think I'll get I'll get used to it. I think Dolls is sponsored by Logitech. By by G502 specifically, yeah. yeah. I already have the 604 on the way, so it's too late. But next yeah. time I need one, I'll get the 502. 
Newt, that's enough uh, about you. Yes, that was that a long was, story. What's been up to? So has it been another nine months since you've been on the podcast? No, yeah, right. Have we no, hit our quota? Shorter. <laughs> it's been shorter. Oh, getting, we'll have to extend it this time yeah. then. Yeah, so, so don't expect to see me for another year or so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I also um, get that a lot. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm good. Um, work is, is going excellent. Um, the podcast is going strong. Hell yeah. Like, Oh, what podcast is um, that? So we are Guardians of Lore. <laughs> we are a Destiny Lore book club. Hell yes. Love we essentially shit. read each entry and then we talk about it for a little bit and then continue on. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the, the podcast is going strong. We're gearing up for, for Witch Queen. Oh, yes. Oh my god. Yeah, <laughs> we have some shit like, to talk about. Like, we're going to have an episode dedicated to my favorite character. So Amanda that's going to be fun for me. Oh, yeah. oh Amanda, that'd be nice. Yeah, there there have been some there have been a couple of theories circulating uh, um, about Amanda Holiday that I'm like, no, 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 you 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 do not touch her, Southern Belle. You do not lay a hand on her right? bungee. Right, <sighs> she is wholesome. Well, I, that's like I mean I I mentioned it like a few episodes ago where Amanda just represents the best of humanity as like not as a guardian. So yeah. Yeah, I don't think they would do that to her because that's like I think that's her, her storytelling point or, I don't know, words that are more eloquent than that. <laughs> well, and and I mean it, they've been heavy-handed. Mm. Bungie has been heavy-handed with the whole like, yeah, there's a reason we brought spoiler alert back. Yeah. Um, so like, there's a lot of people speculating about who is going to be the one dying. I hope it's somebody. God, I, the sun. Sorry, guys. I know I can see it. Seeing this, <laughs> there's nothing I can do about this either because it's like the the sun, the pattern that's hitting me in the face is the small little slits that are in the blinds for the for the string, string. To, to travel up. Yeah, so I'm just getting <laughs> blasted by the sun right now. Ah. Um, well, which which voice actor suddenly has had have any voice actors suddenly become kind of famous and could maybe charge Bungie a bit more money for their their time mm -hmm. now? I mean, Lance Lance Reddick has always been very famous. Yeah, because so. that's what happened. That was and, basically. Go and ahead. he's a fan of the series. Yeah, like mm. he would do anything for the fans, anything for the series itself. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Excuse me. See, like I, I was specifically looking at at the characters' versatility, you know how they're being used in game, in lore, all that. I narrowed it down to four. Uh huh. Um, we got Mara. Although, like, it would just be a repeat of her story again. Yeah. Um, you got. God, what? Is... Petra. You got yeah, Petra I can see Petra. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she's still on the or the the Dreaming City, but like story wise, they could kill her off. Um, and then the two lazy ones would be, you know, talking about Savathun being the one who's gonna die, mm -hmm. because that's how she gets the light. Or that, that's gonna, that would be or Cyrus, yeah. Oh, so, 
thematically, if, if they wanted to set up a tragic uh, character story for Saint, that one would make sense. If they're going to kill off Osiris, I want them to kill him off in front of Saint. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oof. They would have to. <laughs> that. Well, because like, that would be the best way to create that, that motivation. Mm-hmm. You know, Saint finally finds Osiris after not knowing where he's been for the last year. Osiris is almost to safety, and all of a sudden he just dies. Yeah. Somehow, whether it's like a gunshot or a thrall comes up or whatever. Oh, wait, wait, no, what, what's this? Oh my god, it's Telesto with a metal chair <laughs> yeah. from the top rope! <laughs> Telesto. <laughs> That'd be good. But that... yeah, so, like, the, yeah. those are my four. Um, mm-hmm. The latter two are kind of, if they want to go the lazy, predictable route. Yeah. But, they could be done really well. Mm-hmm. Like, well, I mean, how I don't think Sabathun actually is going to die, because if she if she were to gain the light properly through a natural ghost, a she doesn't have a natural ghost. B she clearly has all of her memories, so she's taking the light. She's using Oryx's uh, method, I guess. <sighs> I think anyway, they're gonna exercise her worm. That's clear like that's i don't know how they're gonna manage that but uh, and that should be coming up any day now yeah it's like it's within well it's it's not gonna be this coming reset but it's like a couple of resets from, do you think they're gonna do it like a week before witch queen i feel like they're gonna do it this coming up weekly reset really because like we're two weeks out mm-hmm. yeah hmm. yeah like it would give people enough time to actually go do the thing yeah, especially That's if people can't yeah. get on, you know, give them like yeah. a two-week hmm. grace period. Like, uh, I personally thought they were going to do it this past weekly reset, but they right. prove me wrong. <laughs> uh, I'm tr- sorry, I was just trying to find something that we were talking about earlier. Uh, um, where was it? I'm, I'm looking for the dark... Ah, oh, there it is, the dark future. Um Page one is just non. Oh, that's for completing it. Um, yeah. Like who? When the dark future already? It like when we leave, when we go into the dark future lore book. Who's already dead? Drifter is dead. Um, yes. Ikora. Ikora is dead. So that's that's uh-huh. what I'm leaning on because they did hint a little bit that we're leaning towards the dark future with Zavala um, uh, growing some stubble, which I realize is a is a massive stretch for like it's like a one throwaway line in one lore book it's like oh they're like leading into the dark future but that's what i would uh, that that's what i would lean towards because if they're going with spoiler alert maybe maybe drifter or ikora i don't know i i feel like drifter would be too see drifter still has gambit yeah unless they're getting rid of gambit i don't see drifter going away Mm-hmm. And they mentioned that they were going to be giving Gambit uh, like a workover. So I mean, exactly. they're, they're, that's going to be sticking around. So yeah, exactly. So like, Ikora could be. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I don't know. Though. We'll have to see. Yeah. Uh, so we do have a giant twab to go through. I mean, I, I would go over my week, but I mean, yeah, same old, same old. 
Yeah, I guess do we want to hop right into the 12 then? Might as well, yeah. Okay. Um, Sounds good. All right. So I, yeah, like I was saying to you guys earlier, so I went through it and tried to just condense it. So we're not going to give like every single little detail, but we'll give, you know, a, a broad brushstroke of, of information right. of what's in the blob. Um, and if, I you guys, if you guys obviously want to, uh, like, if we're going over something and I don't mention it, feel free to like, you know, you oh, want to bring something up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> don't you worry boy I got you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'll start this off uh, the first thing that they that they mention um, the Sony acquisition oh yeah uh, yeah that so happened. here I'll I think it makes is it okay if I just read my notes yeah yeah go for it okay so Bungie bought or wait oh I wrote that backwards Sony bought Bungie um, Bungie bought Sony <laughs> yeah uh, however Bungie like very like quickly came out with like Hey, no platform exclusives <laughs> yeah. because everybody immediately, that was like the first thought everyone had was like, uh, should we worry about this? And then also Bungie is maintaining full creative control and publishing independence, um, from Sony. So you don't, um, basically it's just like Sony just wants to help grow the product basically and get money Seems for like doing it. it. Yeah. Um, and Bungie is do- still in control of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is if, very if good. They, if they do it right, Sony's gonna make so much yeah. money off of this. Yeah. But, so much dosh. And I mean, obviously, there's all like the I don't know the exact terms and 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 titles and such, but you know, people are are being uh, promoted to like creative lead of of multimedia platform such and such. So you know, uh, probably Destiny TV show in the works. That would be pretty fucking awesome. Um, a Destiny anime would be probably the greatest would thing in the world. I would love that. I um, would love a Destiny anime. Yeah. Like uh, Ikora's... De- or like they could even do like an anthology season. All I really want to see is Ikora's Glory Days in the Crucible. Yeah. Oh my god. Oh, that would be so, so action-packed. What was it Invective? That was her That was her shotgun, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Um, see, I know go. things. If... if if Sony gets the team that did Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse, oh, that would be amazing. Yes. Um, but yeah, it seems like so far everything we hear is just good about it. Bungie yeah. just gets a bunch of money to help, you know, put out new content and they're still going to maintain control over their yeah. their product. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the thing. Do you think that they would uh, put it on a, on a streaming service? How do you mean? Like, like if a, they were to do, yeah, a TV show, like like yeah, a show or movies. Like if they were to put yeah. it on a streaming service, like which like which one do you think they would go to, or what do you think Sony would at that point create their own? Oh, that's a good point. I I mean Sony's got the money, but um, I'm kind of surprised they haven't already. Actually, I I feel like you always see like TV like small anime TV shows mm-hmm. about like stuff that already exists always just seems to end up on prime <laughs> well you could say that but i mean well i was gonna say well there's like there's star wars visions but that's star wars which is owned by disney so that's that's in its own goddamn category yeah right so, um yeah. i guess i'm just thinking of that because critical role now has their 
Legends of Vox Machina show on oh, and it's good. on Prime. Oh, dude, I haven't watched it so yet. Far. I still have to watch it. Um, it's it's good so far. Yeah, I've I've only heard good things, so I'm pretty excited to watch it. Uh, they also mention in the twelve one million pre-orders for The Witch Queen have already come in. So, god damn, that's at least sixty million. <laughs> that's like, so much money. Or seventy, like holy fuck, guys. Um, <laughs> but so, you know, dead game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah um okay and then we get into like that's kind of like the big full exciting stuff now we get into the nitty-gritty so they go actually surprisingly in depth into weapon crafting here i'm kind of surprised they didn't leave it to be like discovered in the new season but i'm kind of glad they did it now so people can kind of get a a handle on it ahead of time because it's you know it's a little a little intricate a little intricate because um, if if they had left weapon crafting for people to figure out, I think it would have been a little much at, at launch. I think this yeah. gives gives us a, a good idea of how we can approach weapon crafting. It, it gives us time to think about it. Basically, yeah, I think it's a good idea. So exactly. Like again, as I mentioned, so I'm just gonna read through my notes, and if you guys see anything in the TWAB that you like under that section that you specifically want to go into, let's do it. But so weapon crafting. Um, okay, so. New, new, actually, no, is, I, I, I got something. Uh huh. I'm having a really good time. <laughs> is mayonnaise an instrument? <laughs> <laughs> um, is that a high five? Is what you're putting your hand up for? Oh, it is no, a question. Was... Yes, go ahead. No, God, you, you almost you almost had a, I put up my hand and you go horseradish isn't an instrument either. Oh, it. I don't remember that. <laughs> Come on. Um. Anyways, okay, so. Guardians will uncover the Deep Sight ability and be introduced to the Enclave. Okay, so first of all, Deep Sight is kind of a weird name, right? Like, the Deep is in there, yeah, right? And also, I'll just read this out really quick. The Enclave, uh, the definition of an Enclave, a distinctly bounded area enclosed within a larger unit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a large unit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Large unit. Very funny. So well, and, and like basing it off of the the trailer that we got and the actual images, yeah, we're going inside a pyramid ship. Yeah, that's. Why are we? Though? I I wish I'd said that louder when we first saw the clip of weapon crafting in the very first trailer, because I I I thought to myself like that looks like I have nothing to base this off of basically, but it looks like a pyramid. <laughs> I, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go back. I don't know if it is though. Um. Uh, you I guys think, keep talking, and I'll 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 interrupt whenever I feel I, like it's my time to shine. I think especially Which because is always because yeah, I'm goddamn colossal. I think because of especially because of the <laughs> the definition of enclave. I do think it's the pyramid. I think it's the pyramid ship inside of Savatoon's throne world. Ah, but Mars. That I don't agree with. Yeah. No. I I I think it's going to end up being the one on on Mars. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll but, see, I oh guess. my god, uh, what 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 was the trailer? It was the uh, Witch Queen. Okay, how about while you're looking for that, I'm gonna yeah. continue reading through this, and then we can go, we can talk about it at the end. Yeah, circle back. Sure. Um, so the first thing that is going to happen with the whole new crafting system is you're going to create your glaive. Um, once you have created that, you're going to unlock the ability to create other or craft other weapons. So first, you're going to need to get patterns which will be completed through quests or in-game objectives, and those are like sounds patterns. Like, Sorry? Sounds, sounds familiar. Yeah. Um, 
And then also you're going to need to find weapons that have deep sight resonance is what it's called. So they're randomly rolled weapons that have a chance to roll with this deep sight resonance. And uh, what this allows you to do is when these weapons have it, you can, um, I don't know if you have to dismantle them, ma dismantle them or anything. It doesn't really say, but basically you're going to be able to extract what they call the essence of a perk from it. So for example, if it has rampage, you can extract the essence of rampage from that weapon. And you can tell that these weapons will have deep sight resonance because they'll have a red border, like where the masterwork border goes on your inventory. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so once you have your pattern and you have your your essences that you want, you can use it to craft a weapon. And once you have crafted that weapon, oh, and I'm sure there's probably going to be, like, they don't say exactly, but it's something about required materials. So I'm sure there's going to be, like, maybe kind of think of it as, like, um, oh, what are they called? Synth, synth weave and stuff like that. But not in the... the the store obviously but i imagine there's going to be some other stuff you need to create these um so once a weapon is crafted you can increase its level by using it and as you increase the level you'll gain enhanced stats and traits to unlock um like for example they give one here um, where did it go um one second one second like your impact for, or your the frame that it has or stuff like that like the kind of like the in built-in traits mm -hmm. um so and also you can reshape your weapon in the enclave so they didn't want you to like create a weapon rank it up or or increase the level or whatever the fuck and then not like it so you can actually eventually go back to the enclave and you can reshape the barrel the mag and the traits is something that you can do and then once you have it to the maximum level and you're you're you've ranked up your weapon all the way there's then something called mementos that are introduced so these are for example the first one's going to be available through gambit but eventually they're going to be like available in trials or nightfalls and stuff like that and it's just like customization for appearances and trackers um so yeah you have to rank it up to max level and then return to the enclave and then you can uh, you can equip a memento to it there's also going to be limited exotic crafting. So the upcoming Osteo Striga exotic SMG and the three class unique exotic glaives can also be crafted through the Enclave once you find their respective pattern. Um, so just really quick in summary. Um, oh. Find a pattern. Find a weapon with deep sight resonance to um, extract the perks, the es essences. Um, craft your new weapon. Use your weapon to level up the stats and traits, and once you're at max level, you can use a memento to customize it to your liking. Real quick. Yes. Uh, Striga, commonly known as witchweed, is a genus of parasitic plants that occur naturally in parts of Africa, Asia, and Australia. Uh, they are obligate, uh, they are obligate hemiparasites of roots that require a living host for germination and initial development, though they can survive on their own. So that, uh, that weapon came translated into bone striga, which is like a bone parasitic plant. So do you think it's going to have any relation to the plants on the, um, the aggregore? No. Yeah. Cause, uh, the aggregore were their own thing. Uh, Osteo, like that, that like reaches back to the Osmium Core that reaches back to like Sabathun, Oryx, and Zebra Wrath. So, yep. All right. 
Okay, so that's basically a brief introduction to crafting. As Very we said brief. before. Yeah. <laughs> I really feel um, like, I agree, I really think it's going to be on a pyramid. I think you're right. Uh, what I was thinking of was that odd ring-shaped structure, or almost like the uh, like the, the droid battleship, uh, sorry, droid command ship looking structure on Mars. That actually looks like, uh, I watched the um, the cinematic trailer, that actually looks like it's going to be the entrance to Sabatoon's throne world. So. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Is that confirmed, like, the entrance to her throne world no. is on Mars? Oh, okay. It's not, but it's I'm, I'm piecing it together because uh, they showed a shot of the three Guardians walking into, like, they landed on this structure. There was a bit of a bridge. The architecture was all hive, and they um, they were walking towards, like, a light, almost, very similar to how we entered Crota's throne world. Gotcha. So, I'll see if I can find the actual clip, yeah. and I'll post a picture of it. And uh, there was another, um, one of the teasers that they had, and this was, like, three months ago, I think, two months ago, um, where it was essentially a guardian who was in Savathun's throne world yes, um, giving Ikora a rundown of the actual report. That's the trailer and I'm watching she, right now. She uh -huh. specifically mentions we were on Mars. Yeah. Uh, okay. Was there anything else we wanted to say about that? I think Other than it's fucking awesome. Yeah, it's gonna be incredible. <laughs> like, they like if you guys are interested in it, um, definitely go and read the TWAB yourself because we are skipping over so much detail here. Yeah, and it's it looks like weapon crafting is gonna be very very in depth, and I think Bungie has put like I was mentioning this to Elemist, uh, before we went live here. I think that Bungie has put a lot of effort into this to make sure that the weapon crafting is what. Like in a way that they want it to be. I obviously don't know for sure because I don't have access, early access to it. Bungie, please. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> but yeah, we'll see how it goes. Uh, I also was going to say something. Um, oh, I think it sounds like, I mean, we won't really know until we get our hands on it. But from the way that they've built all the different mechanics, it sounds like they're going to do a good job of balancing like between letting you actually experience weapon crafting but also not saturating the the sandbox with completely busted weapons yes. that's like yeah. it's a very like <laughs> it's a bit of a knife knife edge that they have to walk along there to keep that <laughs> balanced well and and even then like they specifically have been uh like they they actually called out the fact that not everything is going to be craftable yet yeah it's just stuff coming with Witch Queen for now, and then we are going to introduce more weapons that you can craft later on. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be yeah. It'll be interesting to see. Like I said, it sounds like it's a pretty good balance between, you know, actually getting to use it and also not ruining the entire PvP sandbox. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. Uh, okay here. Sorry, I know that took an absolute that took a while, but I'm I'm just gonna send the the picture to you guys each, and then I'll uh, post a picture of it on my Twitter in a second here. Uh, so once we get past the crafting section of the TWAB, we get into the general or sorry the tuning of specific weapons. Uh, so for pinnacles, they say a few things. Um, scroll down to that. So pinnacles, 
PvP pinnacle weapons became becoming mandatory in PvE or incredibly unpleasant to play against or so strong that no other weapon in class could compete in PvP was an issue in the past. Looking at um, you, Felwinters. Yeah, uh, they <laughs> they gave the ex exact examples of uh, Recluse, Mountaintop, Mountaintop, Not Forgotten. <laughs> mountaintop, um, Mountaintop, Mountaintop. Yeah. <laughs> so the intent of Season 12 is that a Pursuit weapon should be a solid weapon. Roughly 70% of a... I like this term. Roughly 70% of a god roll uh, <laughs> in its archetype with perk options that work well in PvP and PvE, and which can be reliably obtained without a huge grind. So it's kind of like... Your solid starter weapon. You don't have a ton of time played in Destiny, and you need something for running a raid to get the really good stuff. You can just go get this without too much hassle, and now you're set. You're not going to hinder your fire team or anything like that. Yeah. Um, yep. Uh, they also mention, in terms of that, uh, the Reckless Endangerment Pursuit Shotgun will have a new Steady Hands perk for a massive handling boost after a kill, plus Snapshot. So that's, for an example, their weapon that's going to be just a solid gun, 70% of a of a god roll. <laughs> of course, they say <laughs> that, but then it might be introduced, and something about it is completely busted, and it destroys PvP. Only one way to find out. Yeah, we'll find out. <laughs> yeah. Um, they also... Again... Like you said before, Bell mentioned again, we're skipping over stuff. So if you want intense details, go check out the club. Um, they also go over what they call origin traits, which is a new thing. Um, so they, as we may have noticed, have, have encountered a difficulty of making different weapons of the same type feel unique year after year, which is fair. So, excuse me. Weapons that are new or returning in the Witch Queen are going to have what's called. Wait, I don't think that's right. Um, sorry, one second. Every weapon that's new or returning in the Witch Queen will have an origin trait determined by its source in a third trait column, including all new legendary weapons and all returning trials, iron trials, iron banner, and nightfall weapons. Origin traits will only appear on new drops of a weapon. They won't be retroactively added to old drops. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. Um, these vary in effect, but the guideline is that they either have a high uptime, up, Jesus, high uptime, <laughs> and medium power effects, or a low uptime but high power. Um, they're gonna have fourteen origin traits shipping with Witch Queen slash season sixteen. Um, but they're expecting to ship around three new ones each season after season 16. Whoops. Uh, and when we refresh old weapons from a given source, for example, an existing raid, uh, we may create a new origin trait at that same time. Um, yeah. And then they go through some examples of like traits that you can expect from, say, Trials of Osiris, Night Nightfall, Crucible, Strike, etc. But you can go check those out if you really want to. Right. Um, is there anything... You guys want oh. to add? I just wanted to run past my theory <laughs> on it being the entrance to Sephardim. Oh, okay, yeah, so, go for yeah. it. Basically, my 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 reasoning is that uh, if you look at the picture that I sent you guys, also put that on my Twitter account. Um, yeah, clearly high of architecture, and then off on the top right hand corner there, that is almost shot for shot what we saw in Crotus uh, in the um, in the Hellmouth, which was the entrance to Crotus Drum World. 
So, yep. and then because the trailer then translates from them walking here, a bunch of cut shots, and then they're fighting Hive and getting a glaive. I'm like, pretty, pretty, pretty sure this is happening in Throne World. So that's my running theory on that. Uh, oh my god, that's right. I, I have another picture that I have to. <laughs> oh boy. Um. Um. Should I move on to weapon foundries while you yeah, do whatever probably. the fuck you're doing with that shit eating green of green of yours? As as far as the origin traits go, I'm yeah. gonna be interested to see how those play out. Yeah. Um, because it it sounds like they could introduce new origin traits every season. Um, if they they wanted to, or every year, and it it'll be a way of keeping the guns fresh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it gets very confusing to be honest when we now have traits, stats, and perks, and it just gets hard to like make sure you're not mixing up one with the other. So like these are specifically origin traits in a third trait column. So I don't know where I'm trying to like just picture what that's gonna look like like on when you're looking at a weapon, <laughs> like. Right. I guess it'll be between the traits that exist now and the perks, and then... Probably. I, guess, I, don't, know. I don't know. We'll see. I'll give a quick example here, actually. So for the Nightfall Strikes, one of the traits that uh, is going to be introduced, I guess, is Stunning Recovery. So stunning a champion partially refills your magazine, triggers health regeneration, and improves recovery for a short duration. So... It sounds like they're pretty niche. They're going to be pretty niche and, like, will just come into effect every now and then, which is fine because you don't want them to be, you know, busted. <laughs> like, Well, and, and like, that that's... I do a lot of GMs, so, like, that's one specifically. Yeah. That excites me. Mm -hmm. I think the one problem I have in terms of, like, just placing these in my mind in regards to how they interact with the weapons is like at what point do you shift from a trait to a perk <laughs> like these almost sound like perks to me but i guess they're not they're just traits like i don't know it's just well, interesting. I, I think the reason they're calling them traits is just so that like they can have them uniform across yeah. whatever weapons are going to drop in those play, you know, those specific activities. And I guess they're all going to have that. Like it's just going to drop with those. It sounds like. Well, like all, only on clarity. Yeah. Clarity. Clarity was a was oh. a perk. <laughs> clarity was a perk, right? Yeah. Not so, yeah clarity. So... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Celerity was a perk that, uh, on Trials weapons. Yeah. If you were the last So it's basically... So, shit. Yeah. So they, they actually... I'll, I'll read this one too. I should have just read them. Trials of Cyrus, uh, one of the new origin traits is going to be Alacrity. Gain increased reload stability, aim assist, and range when you're a last living member, member of your fire team. So basically, in that for that one, it's like basically they took the perk Celerity and it's just going to be on all the weapons now. And thus, that makes it a trait. Is <laughs> kind of well, the, you'll, the only way that you'll actually be able to use that is if you uh, dismantle a, a weapon with an origin trait on it. 
uh, and that then you'll have access to put it on other weapons. I think that's what they're getting at here. Is that correct? Uh, I don't know if you'll be able to. You mean like for crafting? Oh, this is not part of crafting, but that is a good question. No, because it's only perks that you will be able to to take the essence of. No, boys, I'm I'm going to be completely honest. I was only half listening through all of that. Fair enough. Great shame. But I think that's I honestly I think that's a good thing to point out. Like. It's just good to remind yourself occasionally to keep reminding yourself that the perks are going to be what you will receive the essence of to craft into weapons, the origin traits, and what I'm about to read now about the foundries are separate from that, and as far as we know, aren't going to come into crafting at all. <laughs> right. Also, with the foundries coming up, guys, we were this close. We were this close to getting it back what uh if you know you know okay um is there anything else you guys wanted to add for the a six thousand nine hundred and sixty nine i'm asking for the forges to come back oh ding bong ding ding <laughs> ding okay and season 16 we're replacing the old world loot pool with 12 new weapons in the style of destiny 2 year one foundry weapon sets Three weapons each from the Suros, Amwan, Hake, and Vice Foundries, plus one Foundry weapon each for Vanguard, Gambit, and Crucible. Um, <clears throat> it's a lot. Each weapon will come with a Foundry origin trait themed around that really Foundry's cool. personality. Mm -hmm. um, and then they go through like what Suros will get, what Hake will get, and what Amwan will get, and what Vice will get. Um, in addition to the Foundry Origin trait, each Foundry Weapons perk pools lean into that Foundry's identity. Big damage for Hake, consistency for Suros, ability tie-ins, and weird stuff for Amalon. <laughs> and weird stuff for Amalon. And never stop firing for Vice. Um, Hake's got that big TPTTS. Yeah. Foundry Weapons that drop from a source aside from the Whirlpool can switch between the Foundry trait and that source's trait. This doesn't yeah. imply that Foundry Weapons will be common outside of the Whirlpool. Um, so there's a lot going on here. <laughs> yeah, again, like every time you like read one of these, you just get it right. The next section that you read, you have to like try to work out how that's going to interact with the previous and one. Reevaluate. Yeah, they're basically completely overhauling their weapon system. Yeah, or not even overhauling. They're, no, they're just they're adding like three new layers to it. Mm -hmm. Um. So okay, so now I just need to think here. So does that, I suspect we don't know the answer to this, but my question is, if you get, much. like, a hockey weapon to drop from a Nightfall, mm -hmm. is it going to have both an origin trait and a foundry trait? <laughs> yes, it is, and you can, you can only have one, uh, one uh, active at the same time, at one time. Okay. So it's it's similar to having uh like like that second line of perks in the perk line. So it's like you can choose between like adrenaline junkie or subsistence or something like that. It's just going to be foundry traits and origin traits. So I guess that's what they mean by um where was it? Uh At least that's what I'm getting from it, but as we all know, I have been wrong in the past <laughs> many times. Foundry weapons so, that drop from the source. Foundry weapons that drop Man. from a source aside from the whirlpool can switch between the foundry trait and that source's trait. I yeah. guess I think you're right, and that's what that means. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's what it is. 
Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be right about something before an expansion, man. <laughs> Starlight's usually the one with all these these Bad. hail mary predictions that end up being right. I don't know why I thought having a glass of whiskey was a good idea for this twab. <laughs> Dude, I'm on beer number two. Come on. Um. Uh, okay, is there anything else that we should mention in those sections? I don't know. I think there's. I mean, there's enough on there that we could we could fill an entire episode with just Each. talking about the new foundry weapons. Yeah. Right? Um, which okay. I'll also okay. No, there is one one thing actually. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, this line right here. We know we haven't brought back all your favorite foundry weapon types, but don't worry. You can expect to see weapon foundries receive new additions each season for the following, uh, for the year following the Witch Queen, with a f some fun surprises thrown in later in the year. Black Armory stuff, maybe? Uh, <laughs> Is what I'm getting from. <laughs> you just always want Black Armory. Yes. <laughs> I am never, ever going to deny this, man. Okay. I'm not alone. I'm not alone in this. Um, I'm excited for the 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 Suros weapons that are coming about because annual skate has been my favorite hand cannon for a while now, and uh, that sniper rifle I remember from year one of Destiny it, it felt nice and it also looks like I just like I like Suros a lot, so. Um, okay, yeah, I do too. Mm -hmm. Shall we do global tuning? I'll tune you globally. We're about halfway through. <laughs> God. Oh fuck. <laughs> yeah. Anybody anybody who's here watching live, go go grab some water, maybe grab a snack. Um <laughs> get a get a pillow, get comfy. We're gonna I think this will actually go pretty quick. There's like we could extend this very quickly, but I basically just like we could extend it quickly, could we? Global tuning. Kill trackers right. present on all weapons that shipped in Forsaken or later. So kill trackers will be present on all weapons that shipped in Forsaken or later. Um Master working should no longer be seen as mandatory, meant for dedicated PvP players. So that's just talking about, first of all, that now you don't need to master work to get a kill tracker. But also, I think this kind of has to do with how they're changing how weapons create orbs of light. I think that is also part of it. Um, and so master working is now just going to be seen for like the highest of tier content. If you're going into like a GM Nightfall or a Trials of Osiris match, that's when you're going to yep. want Masterworked weapons is when you want the best of the best. Right. Um, and they're also going to be revisiting Masterworking later just to not, you know, just because they're like, how useful is this now and how can we actually make it have an impact on gameplay? Uh, <clears throat> coming up, weapon mods will be free to insert into weapons and instantaneous mm, yes. so similar to yeah. armor it's just gonna be the same thing um, i actually i actually noticed that earlier today i was slotting in a, a mod onto my um uh i think it was onto my new servant leader and i was like oh it's 500 glimmer oh this takes so long mm -hmm. to press and hold the button so yeah you know i'm spoiled um players will now only drop one special ammo on death in pvp that is uh, however, scavengers will affect this. You know, you put on the scavenger, you're gonna get more. Um, that just has to do with tuning how much special ammo is available in PvP. I think it's fine if you, if you have a scavenger mod on, then you can get more in PvP. Yeah, you're giving up a mod slot for it, so it's fine. Exactly. Yeah. In terms of archetype tuning, okay. So again, 
there for for fusion rifles in the TWAB, there's a full paragraph where they talk about like percentages. This is what I'm going to say about it. Yeah. There is a buff to high impact fusions. <laughs> you are so close to your mic. <laughs> you are like you are right here. Uh, am I, I, am I really point. loud? Uh, I yeah, I think I've noticed it in the in the episodes when I when I've listened to us over and over again because I'm a gotcha. You sound kind of loud. So oh, okay, that's... I'll just keep it further away from me then. <laughs> that's all I'll say. I always thought I was quiet, so I'd like bring it right next to my mouth, but I guess I maybe don't need I'm to. wrong. I don't know. Anyway. I usually focus on I usually focus on my own voice. Yeah, so. that's right. You're not paying attention to anyone else. Yeah. Um, reduce blinding and concussion grenade damage by twenty five percent. To be clear, that does not mean that the blinding is reduced in effectiveness. They're just saying that because they already blind, you know, that is a solid effect to have. So they're going to mm -hmm. reduce the damage on them to... to... Yeah, that, seems, that seems fair. Um, damage buffs to rocket launchers are coming up. However, the amount varies per type or family of rocket launcher. Yeah. They're adjusting the zoom aim assist on snipers. And mm. the general idea of it is that um, roughly you know, low zoom are going to get a bit of a buff and high zoom are going to get a nerf. Roughly. Interesting. Okay. Um, pulse damage, pulse rifle damage is going to be buffed against miners in PvE by yes. 10%. Yep. Which is good. Um, exotics. For, for exotic weapon tuning. The whole reason we're all here. Uh, primary yeah. and trace rifle damage buff to miners by, excuse me, by 40%. I'm happy to hear this because I've been using my Agar Scepter, <laughs> and I've already thought it was pretty good, Agar. so... Agar. 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 As in, I'm angry at Yeah, you. yeah. <laughs> Your pronunciation. I was thinking of making that joke, but I was like, eh, it's a little bit too forced, so I'll let Cole do it. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> uh, Chaperone is getting a nerf. Uh, also, Duality is getting a nerf of the similar type. Um, okay. <laughs> It's a range nerf, I should have mentioned. Yeah. Um, well, the, I think they call it the path... What do they call it? Passive range buff in slug mode. Or passive range sure. buff. So I don't I don't really know what passive range is. <laughs> I didn't think that was a thing. <laughs> um, so I didn't yeah, write I, it I, down because I don't know what, what it means. Uh, for Terabot, this is more of an adjustment than anything. So perk progress reduced by half when stowed. Instead of cleared, uh, but increased ravenous beast duration increases for damaging a player slightly. That is a very confusing sentence. If you use Teraba, you'll probably understand what it means. I don't. Mm -hmm. Oh, Tibbs will be happy with this yes. ruinous. Well, with this ruinous effigy. Oh, ruinous yeah, effigy wow. is getting a good buff, both in terms of the um, when you're blocking, it's going to get a buff to that and. Um, transmutation sphere multi kills now count for orb generation armor mods. Oh, that's sweet. Um, only kills with the beam would trigger this. Is that, oh what? Previously, only kills with the beam. Would oh, trigger. the beam. So, I, was like, yeah. I was like, where's the beam? In the... <laughs> yeah, you're just thinking oh, of Lumen the ball. Lumina's getting a buff. Yeah, oh, so yes, Lumina's getting a range and base stability buff. Uh, Thorn, they mentioned, will not because Thorn is already strong and popular. Mm -hmm. Um, Agar's scepter is basically just getting a big adjustment on how it works for the specifically the masterwork. 
where when you have your super you can drain your super to increase the damage of acres but there was weird stuff that was happening with it so they're just they're just trying to fix it basically yeah that makes sense uh dmt is getting a nerf brava brava <laughs> fucking finally and it's an interesting one it kind of makes sense uh reduce the catalyst hit fire rate of fire from 150 rpm to 130 rpm wait hit fire rate oh. of fire yeah yeah um, because basically you could just fire it and hit fire and have no detriment, mm -hmm. which is kind of the whole Unless... point of the weapon, but, <laughs> uh, isn't there another weapon that's like that? Oh, Suros, the Suros regime. Yeah. When it you looks scope like in... Just taste in there. Sorry, yeah. go ahead. No, 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 no. No, you're good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Suros actually has that built into as one of the perks. Yeah. Except um, it's the opposite, I think. When you scope in, it fires slower, and when you hit fire, yes. it fires well, that, faster. Well, that's one of the options. Is that, eh, yeah, it's one of the options. I don't know. It's been years since I've used. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't looked at it recently. Fire. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lawrence Driver and Arbalist are going to get a nerf. Specifically, the flinch is going to be increased. That is to say, if you're firing it and you're getting hit, your flinch is going to be more noticeable. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, Forerunner is getting a, a bit of a buff. Just you get more special ammo for it, basically. Mm. Um, and then in terms of legendary weapons... Actually, sorry, sorry, before I go further, is there anything else you guys want to mention? I just want to double check every now and then because I'm talking a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Uh, no, I, I'm good. Okay. Um, I'm good. I think there's something coming up... That you want to touch that on? That I'll want to touch on because I remember... Uh, that um. Well, let me. How about I'll start reading through, and then if, you, if we get to it. Uh, for legendary weapons, again, this goes into in depth for each type of hand cannon. But I'm just gonna say, hand cannons overall get a buff in most cases. Mm -hmm. There are some exceptions to that, but if you want the details? Definitely fix. Mm -hmm. Well, Bell Winters is getting a nerf. Thank God. Um has to do with the spread angle i don't know what that means but if they say it's worse great i'm happy i think it's just i think it's just the like, like the spread the of the yeah the, the cone the becomes angle a of the larger. cone yeah yeah probably go listen to focus wait nope firing range the we'll also go listen to focus fire chat yeah um <laughs> go listen to firing range for details on on the pvp sandbox if you want that this is not the place for it. Um, Ikelos SMGs are getting a nerf. Oh, yeah. Jesus. Um, apparently, they're really good. I didn't really notice getting killed yeah. by them much in so, PvP, but... People seem to use the Ikelos SMG quite a bit. Quite a bit. Like, I don't... Uh, maybe it's just a personal preference. I much prefer the 7th Seraph SMG, which is pretty much the same, but yeah. I don't know. I've got what have I got? I've got yeah. uh, something in Dragonfly. So, yeah. Anyway, um, in terms of perks, so hip fire perk that is. Um, again, this is kind of confusing, but hip fire now increases damage fall off start and end distances by twenty percent. Okay. So this is a buff, Oops. except. It is not going to be increased on shotguns, sniper rifles, and fusion rifles. 
Yeah. So like if it's on a hand cannon, it gets a buff. If it's on an SMG, it gets a buff. If it's on a shotgun, it doesn't get a buff. Um okay. general rule, anything that takes special ammo, yeah. <laughs> it's not getting the buff. Yeah. Yeah. Adagio or Adagio or Adagio, Adagio. It's, it's... or Adagao. Adagao. Dude, you played band in high school with me. You know what this is. Uh, that gets a buff, which is good because I actually have a really good bow with it. Um, so I'm excited for that. Dual loader is getting a buff. He played, he played trombone, by the way, for, for those wondering. Well, I played saxophone trombone. That's true. You played trombone in concert saxophone and jazz? Is that it? No, I played opposite. saxophone for like grade 8, grade 9. And then oh, grade 10, right. grade 8, 11, grade 12, I switched to trombone. That was it, yeah. Um, dual loader is getting a buff. I play trumpet. Danger zone is getting a buff. Um, tap the trigger has been nerfed specifically on fusion rifles because it was apparently pretty broken. Um, Head seeker is getting a buff. This is a bit sad. Eager edge skating is getting oh. nerfed. Um, the arms of <laughs> I mean, it was fun while it lasted, but I think everybody kind of figured, like, yeah, it's going to go away eventually. Um, <laughs> and the reason they give for it, and they're like, we know it sucks because it's a lot of fun. But they say, because we have a new raid coming out, we don't want any instances in that raid to be broken by Eager Edge skating. You heard it here first. Sparrow Racing League is coming back in Savathun's Throne World. Yep. <laughs> um and the I shelving that. <laughs> <laughs> that one is just like yes entertainment yeah <laughs> man oh if they ever bring callus back that's when they should bring srl back oh my god srl on the leviathan that's and have it as like really? have like callus be up in the stands like jabba the hut ah yes anyways they're like, shelving some perks <laughs> This bottom. is the first time I'm just making that connection that Kalos and Jabba the Hutt actually have a lot. They are very similar. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. Huh. Um, it has a big old floating barge. How do we not see this before? Yeah. Yeah. So does Kalos die when we blow up the Leviathan and Amanda Holiday strangles him to death with a chain? That would be pretty dope. Oh. Only if Amanda wears a Slave Leia outfit. <laughs> the Slave Leia outfit just uh, makes literally any situation better it doesn't matter what the situation is no 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 i, I figured out what's better callus wearing the slave layout outfit yep oh yeah stop <laughs> I, I don't know if i can <laughs> um punchy's shelving some perks bottomless grief and celerity it was so fucking close to nuking the podcast. underdog shield disorient which is fine because i never use it and air assault uh, are getting shelved for now. Okay. Um, Air assault? I didn't even... Okay. Okay. Sure. We're almost there. In the near future, right. I'm just going to read these out, and we're done, basically. Yep. In Season 17, we'll have a set of PvP-focused weapon changes, including... Wait. <laughs> they kind of fucked up the formatting of the paragraph on this one. Uh, including, new ways for players to build for flinch resistance. Balanced tuning for primary weapons, looking at U-Pulse rifles, lightweights in particular. Special weapon tuning. Fire to be useful. Yeah, special weapon tuning. Snapshot feels mandatory on sniper rifles and PvP. Other balance changes. Another mm -hmm. PvP special ammo economy change if needed. Wow. Adjusting how zoom outliers, both low and high, affect the 
affect the performance of a subset of weapons, i.e. the scope column shouldn't be the most important thing on a weapon. This could take various forms, but the intent is to bring both high and low outliers towards the average to the overall benefit of the weapon archetype. We're also adjusting several much-requested exotics along with legendary perks. Choose the Proctor and the team for that massive info dump. We'll have more. We'll have a full roundup of patch notes on February 22nd when the Witch Queen goes live. Stay tuned. And that's it. More well, or less. Got some... There's some stuff that, it, yeah. I... For Year of the Tiger, yeah. Yeah. Which is kind of neat. And prepare yeah. to launch, so... The ship looks cool. Yeah. Um, Destiny 2 will undergo scheduled downtime from 7 p.m. PST on February 21st to 9 p.m. 9, sorry, 9 a.m. PST on February 22nd. Um, 14 hours of downtime. 14 hours of downtime? Yeah. Get some sleep. That tracks, yeah. Get some food. Oh, God. I'm going to have to install my terabyte hard drive before this drops, or I'm not going to have room for this expansion, I don't think. <laughs> or, you know, oh, delete or. some games. Fuck no. <laughs> well, I've already done that. I've only got a 500 gig SSD right now, so. Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. Anyway, I have to buy, I have to buy a PCIe to NVMe adapter, so, you know. It's a whole thing. Yeah. Um, better than I do. <laughs> yeah. Shadow Realm seasonal activity is on a daily rotation right now. Thank um, God. Players who wish to complete Triumph seasonal channels or seals associated with the Shadow Realm should make sure to do so prior to its removal with the launch of the Witch Queen. DM Nightfall catch up, no clarification. This past week, the next. Wait. This past week, you... the next week in Destiny login <laughs> message. That is a very confusing thing to read, okay? <laughs> this past week, the next week in Destiny login message incorrectly indicated that the Grandmaster Nightfall catch-up node had just been active. The Grandmaster Nightfall catch-up node has been live and is currently av available for players who completed the Conqueror seal to be able to guild their seal. Um, in terms of vaulting, with the launch of Witch Queen on February 22nd, certain activities, quests, destinations, and items from Season 12 to 15 and Forsaken will become unavailable to access for full list mm -hmm. of vaulted and deprecated content, please see our guides below. Um, weapon cycling. Falling, we're getting Mars back, though. Blah, blah, I mean, blah, blah, blah. We're, that, we're getting Mars back. I'm so happy with this. So Okay. I, I don't think it's going to be the Mars that we know. Maybe, no, definitely not. Because it's been it, like embroiled in, in literally in the darkness for however many... Like a year now? Yeah. More? Well, and... and I mean, they could explore a different part of Mars as yeah. well. Yeah. So. Wasn't there speculation that they were going to bring back Destiny 1 Mars? I don't know. Maybe? I think that'd be kind of cool. It would be. Hadium Flex, yo. I'm actually so tired after reading that. <laughs> <laughs> Newt is slumped in his chair, quite literally. <laughs> Holy crap. Uh, we're, we're, we're gonna, did you already go through the weapon cycling like of what we're losing? Uh, no. Yeah, so... Uh, we're gonna be leaving the. They're gonna be taking away some ritual weapons from uh, from the the loot pool from the launch of the Witch Queen. I'll just go through it real quickly. From Trials of Osiris, we're losing the Igneous Hammer and the Soulless Scar Sword. Uh, from the Nightfall, we're losing the Swarm. We're losing the Shadow Price, Uzume RR4 Sniper, and the Hung Jury SR4 Scout Rifle. From the Iron Banner, we're losing the Multimax. So get a good one. Uh, we're losing the Time Worn Spire. We're also losing the Guiding Sight. I don't think I've ever had that drop for me. And we're losing the the Steady Hand as well. So I mean. No great loss, I think, except for the multi mock and maybe Igneous Hammer. But I'm Hung not too jury. Hung jury, yeah. I never got it, so I don't know what I'm losing. And and Igneous Hammer. Like yeah. those two I, I actually enjoyed. 
Yeah, no, I, I agree. Yeah, dolls, no more escalation protocol, unfortunately. The time for that has passed. <laughs> That's a fair point, actually, to bring the up. The best grind I've done for uh, an exotic has either has to be uh, the Iznagi's Burden Sniper or the getting the Catalyst for World Line Zero. Oh, that was so fun. And see, for me, it was so painful. Really? I need a so snack. Head, okay. Be because I had four out of five already done, and I had to step away from actually, like, I, I think I took a little bit of a break from Destiny. Yeah. So then that makes sense. coming back, I was like, what one do I need? Mm-hmm. Trying to track that shit down is pretty. I did kind of suck. I'm not going to yeah. lie. But I love the idea of the catalyst is like literally just smack each boss once with the sword. <laughs> like, like, right. Yeah. Right. Like that was that was easy. And and yeah. I actually completed it totally by accident because I was like, <laughs> what if this is the one boss that I need? I, I pulled one out of collections. I just went up, smacked it once and blink. <laughs> what? Huh. <laughs> cool. Was it was it like reduced charge time for the? Uh, the I don't well, I can't, can't remember the name of the perk right now. But I yeah. haven't even used the sword in ages. I actually use like, the sword. I don't remember. I use it pretty regularly on my hunter. It's it's a it's a it's still a really fun sword. I just love the idea that you dip in and out of timelines to strike somebody with the with the whirlwind blade. It's it's pretty sweet. But uh, yeah, then we've got some. Uh, some moves of the week, some artists of the week. Uh, somebody did an incredible Petrovenge cosplay. Holy shit. Wow. That's actually really well done. Uh, props to Laura Sanchez, uh, Nebula, Nebula Lubin on Twitter for that. That's pretty kick-ass. Um, yeah. Uh, I don't have any lore to talk about, but what I did want to do... Um, was that I wanted to uh, see what you guys thought of each season, uh, like doing a year in review. Uh, you're going to have to remind me what each season was. <laughs> so we've got Season of the Lost. No, fuck. Season of the Hunt. Thank you. Season of the Hunt, Season of the Chosen, Season of the Splicer, and Season of the Lost. And then the 30th yeah. anniversary. But we've talked enough about the 30th anniversary at this point, I think. So the Hunt was... The one with Crow. Rathborns and yeah. Crow mm -hmm. working for Spider. And then yeah. Chosen was... Idols season. Arguably Idols. Oh. one of the better oh, yeah. uh, story arcs. And then um, after that Splicer. was... Splicer. When we had the whole Fallen thing and Lakshmi and whatnot. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then the most recent one, obviously, which I hope everybody remembers. <laughs> um, um, I don't. Starting, <laughs> no idea. What's it's been, so it's been ages since I've done any of that content. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're still waiting for, for the planets to align. <laughs> but yeah, Elamist, uh, what would you say was your your favorite season and why? Uh, gameplay wise, season of the splicer. Mm. I loved the the overrides. Expunge was absolutely the most fun that I'd ever had in. A Tron-looking setting. Yeah. Um, Story-wise, Season of the Chosen was pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. It had good story beats. It it had that whole, like, we know a secret 
kind of thing, and and oh, we yeah. were keeping it from the Vanguard, and or at least from Zavala. Right, I forgot about that. Zavala didn't know right off the bat, did he? Ikora knew. Right. Yeah, she but figured Zavala it. Zavala didn't. Yeah. Right, and then um, it really showed like uh, Zavala's uh, like character, um, in that he just at the very end helped him up. Like, oh, it's so yeah. cool. <laughs> um, and and that actual scene, like it it was a reflection of Forsaken. Yeah. I thought that was so, like it's like poetry. It rhymes. Oh, it was it was so good. Mhm. Um the my only complaint and and I I spoke about this on, you know, Guardians of Lore. Mm-hmm. But my only complaint with how the actual seasons have been handled is the supplemental weekly lore book. Um Right. Every week, starting with Season of the Chosen, there was a lore book that you earned every week, and it was adding to what you did that week mm-hmm. in-game. The problem that I have is I have a shitty memory. <laughs> <laughs> so when we were yeah. doing episodes at the end of the season for for season of the chosen it was like oh my god what the f- happened this this week <laughs> yeah basically as when you try, as when... we went as we went through the entries it was like all right this was part of week 1 i think not much happened we were introduced to everything week Cause 2 cuz the problem was like the, that those those episodes didn't no, right, not the episodes the um the entries the ent- didn't really reflect what was going on it was more it was supplementary right yeah and and when you look at the actual like story of the seasons the only things that really uh, popped out are the actual cutscenes. yes you know zavala's assassination attempt um the very end where zavala and keitel come to an agreement and crow steps in to save zavala revealing himself yeah um, I, I still think one of the best lines of the entire year was uh, Keitel just, like, going, I did not order this. Like, that's the first thing that she says. Like, I didn't do this. Like, right. I like she's she's honored. Right. Well, she's, and, she, and, she's badass. And, and in the background, like, she's been Zavala's confidant. Yeah. Like, the two actually have a friendship going. Mm-hmm. It's really, really cool to see. Yeah, I think it was. Was it season of? Was it Splicer? Yeah, the season of Splicer where, um, Keitel calls Zavala and ha- like it's like yeah, I hear you've had this security breach and like they actually talk to each other like as friends. Like they drop their uh, their leader personas, and yeah. just talk. Cool. And it's it's cool to see because you don't see that from Zavala a lot. Mm-hmm, exactly. You do in in like a lore entry here, a lore entry there, but it's so bearing that it's 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 disarming and it's it's really awesome to see i could not agree more yeah newt what about you buddy yeah that's a good question um i i actually think it would be this season if it weren't like such a long period of not much content which is like i understand why but yeah. it, it's just unfortunate. Um, I think Splicer is my favorite in terms of story and also gameplay. And I feel like Splicer is when they really nailed down 
the the loop of playing the seasonal content to get material and sometimes drops to then um actually sorry wait that's not quite how it works play generic material or sorry jesus playing generic content like strikes and pvp whatever to you get good? material to unlock what what was it the gauntlet or whatever the fuck to then uh, play yeah, yeah the, sp the splicer gauntlet yeah to play your seasonal content to then get material to use to focus your own engrams and I feel like the engrams gave, like, that was, like, the first season they really started to give, like, good um, stat distribution and stuff like that. Like, a high, high level yeah. stats and stuff like that. And they I just, like, they did a good job of, like, I feel like that was when they really first nailed down that gameplay loop of, like, doing this to uh, do this to get content to unlock this. Um, the story, obviously, was amazing. Um... I think partially just because it was such a good story, but also because, like... <laughs> and this was a detriment to some people, or for some people, but, like, it also reflected what was going on in the world at the same time. Right, yeah. Which, right. for me, was, like, made it more impactful, but for a lot of people was, like... I understand, it was, like, I play the game to not have to think about what's going on in the world right now, so I'd rather not, but for me, it was, it was a bonus. Um... All the like cutscenes and the voice acting were great, except for that one moment where I really thought Ikora was about to just nuke like ten fallen with her Nova bomb. <laughs> it looks like it. It really, oh really God, looked like right? it. <laughs> um, that I have issues with that cutscene specifically, but that's yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, I I agree. Like I liked a lot about that cutscene, but it just like. The Vex were a little bit too stormtroopery, in my mind. Like yeah. they just couldn't hit shit. <laughs> well, and and the fact that like we hear everybody on comms, but nobody is actually seen. Yeah. Until that scene. Yeah. Oh yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah. Um, like, I I actually kind of enjoyed that one because it, it kind of showed that they were everybody was in different areas, but yeah, as. The whole thing with Osiris oh, yeah. disappearing was really cool too. Um, Excuse me. The hint that uh oh, what was his name? The guy on um Io. Oh, the cranky uh, dude. Asher. Asher. <laughs> the yeah. hint that Asher might still be like consciously alive somewhere through that harpy kind of easter yeah. egg thing well i that, mean we don't maybe. have confirmation that he's dead that's true yeah um we don't we didn't ever see a body yeah <laughs> and this is science fiction yeah, yeah. that's real <laughs> I mean, he's um, already half vex anyway so it's he i don't think it's that he was the harpy i think he's become a vex mind i don't think he's brachion i I don't know. I don't know, Elvis. I don't know, man. I I can't. I can't get behind that theory. Like, why? Uh, um, it's just it's a loop. Yeah. Well, he, Brachion infects Asher so that eventually Asher can become Brachion. God damn it! <laughs> I hate that it makes sense. I know, right? 
I personally found Season of the Hunt to be pretty weak. I don't know why. Really? I think maybe I just wasn't playing much at that time either. Yeah. Um, well, and a lot of that was because we had Beyond Light come out that season as well. Yeah, that's a good point. It kind of mm-hmm. got drowned out as well. Yeah. Like, um, I constantly have to remind myself that, oh, yeah, there was actually seasonal content. It wasn't just Beyond Light. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah. Um, Season of the Chosen was good. I didn't find it especially impactful in my memory, but I don't have any negative memories of it either. <laughs> so I think it was pretty good. And like I said, Splicer was good. I really liked this season too, but it was just, it was stretched a bit thin, like butter over too much bread, which nice. I mean, is kind of not Bungie's fault. It's just what they had to do. So I understand why. Yeah. Yeah. No, of course. And I guess that's it. That's my, my thought on the seasons. Nice. What about you, Cole? Uh, oh, thanks, man. Um, just right off the bat, season season of the Splicer, long, far and away my favorite season. Uh huh. For all the reasons that you guys already mentioned, like like the, like the vaporwave Tron aesthetic, uh, the weapons that came out of it, like the Chroma Rush has quickly become one of my favorite weapons. Uh, uh, Saint Fourteen's character development, like the friendship that he and Mithrax oh made. Oh my God! The, like, and yeah. It, I think I've mentioned it before, but the, the it's it's. It, it was made so much better that it wasn't that Saint hated the fall in one week, and then he was their best friend the next week. It was a slow progression. It was. They did a really good job of that. You're right. Yeah. Uh, as much as I don't agree with them relegating it to a uh, to, to an end-of-season um, activity boss, they did bring... Um, That's a really good point. Oh, Coria. They did bring Coria into the story, which I thought was a pretty critical... Coria is, is insanely critical to Savathun's plans, and I don't think she actually expected Coria to go down. So there's that. Um, no, that is a really good point, though. About I wish yeah. it had been something a bit more impactful. I wish it had been a raid mini boss, or at least a dungeon boss. Yes, yeah, a, dungeon a dungeon boss would have made more sense. Yeah. Um, but then, I so I thought Splicer was the strongest for sure. Uh, season of the Lost is the the weakest season by far for me. I think it's just because I've never been too invested in the Awoken storyline as a whole. And, like, Marasov is interesting as a character, flawed beyond all belief, which makes her interesting. But, I don't know. It's just, like, it's just a little bit beyond my reach. And I like that Splicer grounded everything in, like, a, like human reactions and, like, like what it actually means to be human. Um, I've been going back to play Season of the Hunt, actually. Uh, a lot of the content from there. There are some really good weapons that came out of that. Like, I've been yeah. using the uh, Friction Fire submachine gun quite a bit, which has been handy. Uh the storyline is really good as well, especially when you go back and listen to all the dialogue, knowing that, like, confirmed that Savathun <laughs> was impersonating Osiris. It's like, yeah. wow, it is, like, she is stringing Crow along. It's really interesting, though. Um, Chosen, fantastic for uh, for the story beats. Like, it was, it, it had really high points, but then it was, like, like low, kind of, meh, whatever, within it. Uh, overall, though, uh, Splicer was my favorite. Mainly for Saint yelling, "You are my people." Yeah, Elemis, that was Elemis like yes. that which, was which like you do the, the honors, my friend. Oh, what is the term for it? <laughs> what do you mean? You are my people. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that was like the I climax of the entire season, really. Yeah, like that Nate line was phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if that's what they intended, and but just because of like how well he delivered it, that's what happened. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and 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 like 
I, I think that's that's part of why I loved uh, season of the splicer so much. Saints' story arc throughout the entire season was just mm-hmm. phenomenal. Um, yeah, son. If if anybody has ever read the book I Am Legend, not the movie, the book. <laughs> no, but I've been meaning to read the book. I I highly suggest reading it because I swear that the the writers took some inspiration from the book. Okay. Another actually also Shax. Shax and Mithrax, which wasn't like in the highlight like Saint 14. Mm-hmm. But they had some really good lore tabs between Shax and Mithrax as well. That's an excellent point where they were both like trading war stories on how yeah. much of the opposite yeah. person's people they've killed. And then Shax reveals that like one of the ones that one of the stories he tells was humans. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like that's pretty that's that's very powerful. That's very a powerful. good point. Or, yeah. Or the lore tab on the borrowed time where Drifter happens upon like three elixni in a bar who are getting hassled oh and they start trading like so i ate your people what about you did you eat my people (laughs) oh that's right i forgot about that huh that was a very interesting season i can just see drifter going your people taste really good with barbecue sauce (laughs) yeah yeah I'm sure like, mine I, tastes better with ketchup, but I mean, <laughs> I mean that, that that's what's really cool about it though, is because Drifter diffused the situation, but he was a massive asshole as well. While he oh was yeah, it. what lore tab was oh, that? Yeah. Uh, lore tab. That borrowed was time. Borrowed time. That's the submachine gun from Gambit. Is yes. It? Yes. Yeah, that's a good one. Good question. Um. Yeah. Thanks, man. Uh what? <laughs> Which lore tab was it? <laughs> but overall yeah it's been a very good year for destiny and i think we're wrapped we're oh also one thing that we forgot to mention is that crow is on venus now for some reason the last recorded uh instance we have him in the lore is on venus uh hmm? i think anyway it's either on venus or he's working with kaidal mm-hmm. oh yeah because i i because he he fled to venus just to like clear his head right and then he was going to take up station with Kaidal. oh interesting okay i thought it's yeah. the other way around yeah no, he's basically yeah, going to be yeah. like an ambassador yeah. to Kaidal. that's right yeah because that because he said to ikora in a shattered realm mission um like that's it like i i i have to take time off like like it, i don't care if you're not giving it to me i'm leaving and I yeah. go like His... slap on the wrist like that's not how guardians act. But if you do need uh, like uh, somewhere else to be, go work with Lord Saladin, which is also something really cool. So yeah. I think Saladin's going to be teaching Crow some shit. I... Ever since they did the character assassination in season yeah. of the chosen, yeah, season of the chosen, like I, I haven't been able to like Saladin. I can see where you're coming from with that one. I personally think like, it almost it almost lines up with his character. Almost. Well, because like he's as the the last of the Iron Lords, he's always been like, you know, we're all about honor and protecting right. people, and you know, and then he just throws a naked scion off of the wall. True. That yeah. Hmm. Like he was interrogating and torturing the scion already. 
and he just throws it off the wall. That was a bit much for me. Do you think there would have been a better character for them to give that role to? I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, but like, I, I just, I didn't like that action altogether. Yes. Like, yeah. it was just, I was all right with the interrogation and possible torture, but like, the, the just flat out murder. I was not. Mm-hmm. That's a good not point. On. Yeah, I've never really thought about it that way. This is sort of an aside, but sort mm-hmm. of related to this. So I was watching a video the other day on YouTube of uh, someone playing in the Plaguelands in Destiny 1. Mm-hmm. Fuck, dude, it looks so good. <laughs> I got hit by, like, yeah. s- like such big... Yeah. Um, I can't <laughs> think of the word right now. Nostalgia boner. Nostalgia, yeah, that's it. Thank you. <laughs> I wasn't I thinking you. of the boner part, but I'm glad you threw it in there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got you. Th- I wasn't actively thinking about the boner, but you know. Yeah. But now that I brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, what else we got? Is there anything else? That's all I've really got. Um, unless there's, I don't know, is there any lore that you're itching to talk about lately? or uh, Nothing lately. I feel like we're all just in the holding pattern right now. Basically. Pretty much. Yeah. Like I, I covered uh the Hawkmoon lore tab last week, actually, or the week, whichever our Ooh. last episode was, which is uh surprisingly um uh relevant. No relevant, yeah, thank you. Um we we came up with the theory that uh Savathun, because she gets rid of her worm, she's gonna become more like Slathona than than she expected, and she's gonna um have more, for lack of a better term, like humanity. Um, or empathy, I should say, uh, in the Witch Queen, and she's not going to expect it because she's her in Osiris's body is sitting around the fire with uh, Crow and the Guardian, um, celebrating the the uh, destruction of the Taken. And um, excuse me, it's it's her like not like recognizing that she's feeling some feelings, but she doesn't know what they are, and she doesn't want them. So. It's like we thought it was like a bit of a two way street where it's like, well, and, she's corrupting and, others, mean, but it's going yeah. the other way. Well, and, and we don't know the whole process of what she's going to be going through. Yeah, exactly. Like losing that worm is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. And we don't know if, if she's going to end up dying because that's how the light works or. Mm-hmm what like we know she's got a hive ghost and we, but we don't know anything about the hive ghosts i've i've got a pretty solid theory on what that's all about it's it has to do with um Nocris's necromancy like i think her becoming a hive guardian the hive guardian i should say and also retaining her memories it's going to be some sort of bastardized bastardized fusion between the light and Nocris's necromancy it's got to be like she has to have a contingency plan in place for when Marasov tries to kill her after they exercise the worm. And and like I I got a feeling that that's going to be where it all starts. Mm-hmm. Mara's going to kill Savathun and then that's going to be the sacrifice mm-hmm. that brings her the light. Like it's yeah. Which yeah. Holy shit, is she a lich? I mean, is she gonna have a phylactery where she keeps her soul? 
in the throne world because a lich isn't like is an undead lord basically and if you, you can kill the body no matter how many times you want to but their soul will always come back as long as you keep that phylactery intact i mean aren't we also i mean i guess our ghost is our phylactery oh my god we're all liches <laughs> hmm. Hmm. hmm who's the real bad guy here well on that i have to go soon so okay, yep. uh cole really quick yeah. where can people find you uh twitch and twitter at adp colossus that's about it that's all i got for you okay um yeah and now the important one elemist yes. where can people find you and your content uh, so I do a podcast called Guardians of Lore. We are essentially a Destiny book club where we go read each entry and talk about it. Uh, mm. You can find us on Google Podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all kinds of places. Um, you can find me on Twitter at I underscore M underscore Elemist. You can email me specifically at guardians underscore lore at outlook.com and we have a discord called lore hub uh that's discord.gg slash lore hub yes sir there's okay. been some it has been an active that's been an active uh discord lately there's, yeah there's always some good I, I've, I've been actually taking a look at the fashion channel there's people have got some good stuff going on in there we we try and make it a safe space for anybody to come in and and just hang out yeah like there's too much hate in in the universe so we just <laughs> we want a safe space that we could just let our guardian hang low and i think Fair you enough. guys are doing a good job of that um you can find me on twitter and twitch <laughs> <laughs> same with this podcast twitter twitch and <laughs> um itunes just look up another Destiny podcast anywhere. Yeah. Uh, and well, check if you, out... well, if if you do it in Google, it comes up with every other po Destiny yeah. podcast. Yeah. <laughs> we just have to become famous you, you enough. Just, you just got to put quotes around it. Yeah. <laughs> another Destiny Another Destiny. <laughs> also, maybe check out Nerds of the North on Spotify. Yeah, so there's an issue with that, though. Uh, oh, yeah, but we have to change the name eventually. Yeah, because there's already, like, a very, very well-established Canadian nerdy podcast yeah. called Nerds of the North. It's like, ah, shit. <laughs> so, Ours is like the one with a shitty picture of Dice as the profile. <laughs> actually, wait. Actually, on Spotify, it's not even that. It's just yeah. it's just the RSS <laughs> yeah. logo still. Yeah. We'll get around to it eventually. We'll fix it. But yeah, we've got a we've got a real play podcast going out. So like we're uh, playing some of the quiet year, eventually leading leading into something else. I don't know. It's it's been a lot of fun. So, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, boys, thank you for joining. Yeah, of course. Th wait, that's my Absolutely. line. <laughs> Elemist, especially. Say, Cole, say you're good okay. Night. Say good night, Elemist. Good night, Elemist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's my. <laughs> Okay, we're going to go raid into Mylan. Hey! Let's, Bye. Go, let's go say hi to Papa Mylan. Bye!